Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 182, the Collegiate CUSO Party 2019, recorded live on Thursday, September 19th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, and Tony Maluzzi, KD8RTT. And we will take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Dave Swartz, W0DAS, and Matt Deutsch, N0RGT, were here to talk about the 100th anniversary of WWV and the special event station coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And if you missed that show, you can listen anytime. Just go over to hamtalklive.com and click on it or... You can go to your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, and you can also catch the rebroadcast of the show on WTWW 5085 AM. That's Saturday evenings at about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Boy, there's a lot going on this weekend. I've got two ham fests within uh, driving distance and... Uh, the Voice of America's got a, an anniversary coming up, and it, there's just so many things going on. Um, and then we're going to talk about the Collegiate CUSO party going on this weekend as well. Uh, but I want to remind you of a few of the events coming up, and this one's a, a few weeks away. But uh, don't forget about the 100 Watts to Wire Fallout. It's uh, Fallout season once again, and that third annual event uh, is held by 100 Watts to Wire Podcast. Um, that's October 11th through the 13th. And uh, Christian K0STH says it's time to get outdoors and enjoy radio before the chill arrives over here in the um, U.S. and the Midwest anyway. Um, so while it's not a contest, there are some prizes for participants who earn 25 points for contacts with some of the special ops and, uh, each operator is worth five points and some gifts in there. So 
Check that out. For more information, go to 100wattsandwire.com slash activities, and you can get more information about Fallout. Now, uh, on Saturday, it's the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting's special event station. They're on the air from 1400 to 2100 Zulu on Saturday. They're celebrating the 75th anniversary of that Voice of America Bethany Relay Station uh, just on the north side of Cincinnati. So look for them on 40 meters and 20 meters as WC8VOA, and they're having a big fundraiser and dinner and everything uh, for the 75th anniversary that evening. So um, some of the regular museum hours will, will be a little uh, little different on Saturday, but uh, from 1,400 to 2,100 Zulu, you can catch them on 40 meters or 20 meters. So Make sure you check that out. And also this weekend, as we mentioned, is the Collegiate QSO Party, which is our topic tonight. So have your questions ready to go. And if you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after the interview. Let me give you the phone number. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. You can also send a question via Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive, and I'll give you that number again a little later in the show so you can call in. And, and one last thing, thanks to Marty, uh, NN1C. Um, he worked on the, the other phone system last night and got it back up and running, and, and we're working on uh, getting that finalized. And we've got a new phone number and new system, and, and you'll be able to hear the the, the show while you're on hold and everything. So, uh, that's just a week or two away, hopefully. So, uh, thanks to Marty and N1C for making all that, uh, happen last night. So I'll be back with Tony and Andy right after this word from ICOM right here on ham talk live, heard it, worked it, logged it. It's time to get the transceiver that's best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOMs today. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. The IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD memory card slot. And, of course, the IC7 7851 keeps your competitive contesting edge with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. ICOM's IC7851 is the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, high resolution spectrum waterfall display, enhanced PC connectivity, and an SD memory card slot. For more information on ICOM radios, be sure to visit ICOM America dot com slash amateur we all started out with nothing and still have most of it you're listening to ham talk live with neil rap 
Thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show again tonight. And check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur. Our guest tonight, Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, the past president of the Gator Amateur Radio Club at the University of Florida in Gainesville, and the current president of the Disney Emergency Amateur Radio Service. He's currently a systems engineer for Walt Disney Parks and Resorts in Florida, and Andy's a key leader in the ARRL Collegiate Amateur Radio Initiative, a group that has been formed to share ideas and promote and rejuvenate amateur radio clubs in colleges and universities in North America. And Andy came into ham radio thanks to his brother Tony, KD8RTT, Tony just went back to school and finished his master's in electrical engineering from Ohio University, where he was the amateur radio club president. And during undergrad, he was just down the road from me. He was president of the Rose Tech Amateur Radio Club, W9NAA in Terre Haute, Indiana. And Tony's a pilot and also a key leader in the Collegiate Amateur Radio Initiative. And you can find him on the satellites. We're operating CW or portable on HF. So, Andy and Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks, Neil. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, you've got the first collegiate QSO party under your belts, and um, it's time for the second one. So, we want to make sure everybody knows about it and encourage everyone, and, and not just colleges, but uh Everybody can get on the collegiate QSO party this weekend. So tell us about the QSO party and how things went last year. So last year we had the first QSO party, first collegiate QSO party, and it went reasonably well. Uh, much bigger than we expected. Um, naturally, some bumps along the way, but uh, a lot of fun. So a lot of work went into that. There was a good group of folks um, that helped uh, create the uh, rules and go through that and um, we had 25, I believe, log submissions here. I'm looking actually at the Excel sheet right now. Um, yeah, so we had 25 log submissions. We had some people even just submit a, a blank log just so that they could get in the results, which I thought was kind of cool that they wanted to participate in the first one. Um, and we had a whole bunch of different categories. We had, I believe, eight categories, although um, I believe two categories were, did not receive any submittals. Um, but, uh, the folks down at FAU, they won, um, in the collegiate high power category and then uh, W0YQ, I want to say that was university of Colorado, if I'm not mistaken, um, Tony could probably correct me on that one. Um, they won in the low power category, collegiate low power. And then we had kilo one triple E, um, one in the employee high power. Uh, and we had W4ATL. Um, he won in uh, the alumni high power, and he coordinated his contacts with Georgia Tech. Um, so he did really well on that. Um, and then uh, W2RS won the alumni low power. And then K4VBM won the individual low power award. So quite a few uh, awards there. There was, you know, like I said, another uh, bunch of people I didn't mention who submitted logs and stuff. Um, but. Uh, really quite cool to see uh, such a successful event. All right. Well, you said, you know, you, you did learn a few things, and so you made a few changes for this year. So what are the changes that are taking place? 
Yeah, so uh, our, our main, we kind of did a survey after the fact, since this was our first run, see what, how it went. A lot of the feedback we got was, let's make this a little simpler, a little easier um, in terms of exchange and in terms of multipliers and that sort of thing. So um, kind of simplified things. Uh, we took away the mascot aspect of the exchange um, and really simplified multipliers down to alumni and college clubs. Um, so you know, it's it's much simpler this year. It should be easier for people to make contacts and log them, um, but also still allow people to kind of work out. You know, continue to go outside of just the quick exchange for um, a QSO and kind of talk about their school and, and tell people what uh, they're doing uh, in their university club. Okay, so tell us how we we can operate in the QSO party. What is the exchange now? And, and tell us about, you know, how individuals can do that and then also how uh, the colleges can participate. So probably the easiest way to participate is to get on the air. Um, like any uh, contest, get on the air. That does help. Um, yeah, it, it really does. Um, and that's really about it. Um, we allow self-spotting. You can have multiple receivers, uh, that sort of thing. Um, but if you're an individual – you can just get on the air and you can chase college stations. Um, if you're, if you follow the Facebook page for the collegiate amateur radio group, uh, initiative on, uh, like I said, the Facebook page here, there's been a post going with, um, a lot of schools saying that they're going to be on the air and um, where they're going to be. Um, if you are a college you, club, you can just get on the air, um, and you can join the Facebook group and totally let people know, but you can, you can get on the air, spot yourself, um, all that sort of stuff. So people find you. The, uh, and the easiest way probably to find more information is it's collegiatecusoparty.com. We'll take you to the page with all the, the rules and breakdown. Yep. Um, as far as the exchange goes, so make it, try to keep it relatively simple. So call sign, um, a school identifier that's consistently used. So it could be a school name or abbreviation, but whatever the school club uses. Um, <clears throat> signal report, RST, and your operating class, um, of which there are five this year compared to the eight in previous years. Okay, so you can check all that out at collegiatecusoparty.com and uh, get on the air and, and talk to some of those. And, and again, you know, the idea is for college stations to be on and, and work, but there's some emphasis, too, on, on alumni because th that brings in more contacts. Yeah, so one of the things that we wanted to do with this contest was we wanted to make it a little different than other ones. We wanted this to be a way to start conversations um, between students and you know alumni of their school. Um, amateur radio is a really unique and special hobby, so if we can find a way to nurture and grow the programs, um, we wanted to leverage that. So in this particular contest, there's actually a three-times multiplier when you as an alumni work the college you went to or – when you're a college station working alumni from your school or even when you're a uh, alumni working another alumni from your school. So we're really trying to push that networking aspect to this um, to this uh, event. Um, and maybe that turns into either a long-term you know, relationship with the club. Maybe you find out some other special events they do and you get on the air with them. Um, you know, it, it we're hoping that this is a springboard um, to help grow and foster – you know, amateur radio, uh, in the collegiate space. Okay. And I probably well, should note, uh, no, on the alumni end, just as a note, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you had to be a ham when you went to the school or it doesn't, you didn't have to be a member of the club. Um, just if you went to that school in any capacity, 
you can count yourself as an alumni there. So, you know, try to keep that open and just, you know, encourage, like Andy said, encourage those connections and conversations. All right. Very good. Well, that's a little bit about the collegiate QSO party. And uh, that's, again, taking place this weekend, actually less than 24 hours away. So uh, be sure to check that out. And uh, we're going to come back here in in just a couple of minutes, and we're going to take your calls and your questions. So give us a call at 812-NET-TAM-1, 812-638-4261, or tweet us at HamTalkLive, and we'll, we'll take your questions, and we'll... Talk a little bit more about uh, college contests and activities and the collegiate QSO party when we come back right after this word from Tower Electronics here on Ham Talk Live. Thank you for a lovely dinner. Aren't you going to ask me in to solder some PL259s? Well, I do have some from Tower Electronics. How can I refuse? Consider the sophisticated quality of PL259s from Tower Electronics. From soldering supplies to adapters, connectors to cables, and all types of connectors, Tower Electronics has the parts you're looking for. Well? Just one more connector? You know I love your PL259s. Then by all means, take some with you. Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you. Or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com. Or call 920-435-2973. They also have ham sticks, mobile antennas, and meters, too. See the whole catalog. Go to pl-259.com, Tower Electronics, the ham's dime store since 1978. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Is it getting hot in here, or is that just your amplifier? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Thanks to Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show. Coming up September 28th, they'll be at the Sweetwater, Tennessee Ham Fest. October 4th and 5th, they'll be in Belton, Texas. October 12th, Chickasaw, Alabama. And October 19th in Greenville, Tennessee. But you can find them anytime, 24-7 at pl dash. 259.com. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's time for your calls now. So if you have a question for Andy and Tony, give us a call. It's 812-638-4261. That spells 812-NET-HAM-1. Or you can tweet us at ham talk live and if you're listening to us on wtww or on the podcast edition of the show you won't be able to reach us live it's thursday night and and so we're not here so um hopefully you're enjoying the show and uh, hello to chris uh he just uh logged in here and said hello so uh 
Good to see you back in here once again tonight. So if you have a comment, uh, you can, you can also type that in on, on Spreaker. If you're listening to Spreaker, that's what Chris did. So, uh, give us a call 812-638-4261. And we'll take your questions about the collegiate CUSO party as well as, uh, other collegiate things. And, and speaking of other collegiate things, um, the collegiate CUSO party is, is another, um, a cog in the system here. It, it, it the, the idea is to, you know, build up to something every month or so, uh, that's tied in with, with schools and universities. And, and so this is just one more of those activities. So talk a little bit about some of the other activities and, and how that, uh, that progression is coming along. So one of the things uh, that Tony and I both found when we were running our clubs was uh, having consistent activities and something to always look forward to or work towards um, tended to make more sustainable clubs. So contesting is a great way to get people on the arts. Great time up in the shack too. Um, so we we're trying to you know piggyback um, sort of on the calendar year and make sure that there's a number of opportunities for clubs uh, for collegiate clubs. So. You know, the idea with the CUSO party here was in September when you're heading back to school, it's a great time to get people on the air or show people amateur radio for the first time. Um, you know, part of uh, the bonus points that we offer is actually operating a portable station, you know, in your quad or somewhere, you know, a public out on campus. Um, it's on a Saturday, so you could do it as a tailgate for your football games. Um, you know, a lot of different opportunities. By the way, Kentucky lost, just saying that, Neil. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you had to get that in there. Oh, after last time, I had to make sure. <laughs> Go Gators. Um, but, uh, Just about got you, know, though. Uh, yeah. um, but, you know, th- that's a good September event. Good thing, you know, after your activities fair, something to look forward to. Um, and then in October, um, it's been a marquee event now, you know, especially in the school space for, geez, decades, um, potentially, uh, is the uh, school club roundup. You know, and that's not just college clubs, um, but it's a very, very popular event. Um, lots of schools, lots of individuals get involved with that event, um, and it's a full week long. Um, so that requires a bit more planning and a, you know some comfort on the air. So we're hoping that QSO party gives you know college students a bit of an opportunity to get on the air. Regular school students can totally work colleges in the CUSO party, maybe find out a little bit if they're thinking about going to a school, you know, learn about their club or something. But that will set them up for the uh, school club roundup um in the fall here um and really sort of let them be engaged and uh that sort of gives them something you know contest wise to look forward to a couple of times in the semester um in addition to many of the other contests they're just sort of open season um and then when you come back in the fall or sorry in the spring semester um we have the north american cuso party and they have the collegiate championship right there in january so that's late january um, which is also when the ARL founda- uh, foundation scholarships are due for college students. So if there's any college students listening, be sure to apply for those. Um, you know, and they're usually due at the end of January. Um, and that's a great opportunity, like I said, as well, to you know, start off the semester right and have a good uh, you know, event. And then following up in February, we have the school club roundup again, um, which Lou and company have done a great job with, like I said. And 
you know, that's another activity. That's actually how Neil and I first met was uh, on the forums for School Club Roundup. Um, and there's a lot of fun to be had there. Um, and that gets you uh, into late February. Um, so that c- brings you more or less to spring break time. Um, so schools uh, can then, you know, after spring break, you can either do some antenna building, some fox hunting, you know, or join in some of the other contests. Um, and yeah, and, and part of what we've tried to do with uh, the Collegiate Amateur Radio Initiative and the Facebook room in particular is kind of have a, a central resource of uh, that people can discuss these events and also discuss other events they'd like to do. Um, you know, we're trying to make this very much a community-driven thing. So, you know, there's these great events on the, on the calendar already. People can come up with other things in between. You know, if there's interest, we can do more of these CUSO, collegiate CUSO party type events. I'm um, going to kind of fill it in. So, you know, we're trying to have a little bit of a structure. Um, us and other groups have also. And then also provide a way for people to, you know, take the next step themselves with their club um, to fill out their school year and keep people active and get, you know, drive new interest to the hobby. And there's also the ready version of the uh, North American Collegiate Championships now, too. So so we've got the sideband version and the ready version. So that's another one that's, that's in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, w- over on yodaregion2.org, Y-O-T-A region2.org, we try to keep up with all of these things. So that's, that's one place, too, that you can go to, to catch up with all of the activities um, revolving around young people. So make sure you, you check that out. And ICOM America has been, uh, gracious enough to, uh, sponsor the website for that. So, um, be, be sure you check that out at yotaregion2.org. But there's, and it's actually, a, there, there's a lot to, of things uh, going on. Yeah. And actually shout out to ICOM as well. Last year, um, without even any asking or prompting, ICOM reached out to us and hooked us up with some swag for the winning schools. Um, so that's really cool because a lot of schools, uh, you know, amateur radio clubs don't have a lot of giveaways. They might they might do a T-shirt or they might do a polo shirt, you know, but they don't really have a lot of stuff for like new members or giveaway activities fair. So ICOM stepped up for that last year and that was really cool. So we want to thank them for that. So there's all kinds of these things going on. You just got to, you know, you got to be aware of them and, and get on the air. And School Club Roundup's about a month away. It's the third week of October and. And looking forward to that in the second week of February. And I can I can definitely agree with with what Andy's saying here with you know having activities that you look forward to and prepare for, it, it really gives you, you know, some motivation and, and some reason for doing what you're doing. And at the high school level, that that's key. Uh, that, you know, we learn how to fill out QSL cards and how to do UTC and how to, you know, know what to say and what to do and all this kind of stuff because we're preparing for school club roundup twice a year. And the more of these activities like the um, North American Collegiate Championships and the um, Collegiate QSO Party and, and, and all of these things – give you some things to build upon and uh, you're you're to be commended for adding to that list with this one um, and, and some of the other ones and I'm sure there'll there'll be more in the future yeah I mean we would love to see this grow um, especially if folks are interested in it you know and uh, if they want to help out um, it's a cool way to recognize and celebrate you know sort of the new hams in the group yeah, and, def- and also, you know, like I've mentioned earlier, it's kind of community effort in that, you know, we've had 
most people reach out and help us with with this event, you know, forming the rules and that sort of thing, which has been really great um, to, to involve the whole community in it. So it's it's been a, it's really neat experience. And you know, if you want to go out to your alma mater and you want to you know get involved with the club, this is a great opportunity to do that. Um, you know, it, it's a single weekend, so if you know after the football game and you know maybe everyone's not Gators beating Kentucky, but you know maybe after that football game. <laughs> You know, you can get out there and uh, go visit your college station, maybe get on the air and help them out. Um, we put bonuses in there for all sorts of things as well. So there's bonuses for social media. So you can totally like and share um, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, any of the stuff that your college club, um, you know, puts out there. So, you know, follow your alma mater. Maybe they might share it. If your uh, if your collegiate club has social media, that's a great way to stay in contact with them, sort of keep up. Um, with what they're doing, and that helps them out for this contest. You know, they they need to be sharing and sort of promoting, so that's a cool part of it. Um, also, like we're trying to get administrators involved. You know, start getting some of the school leadership and show them the value that amateur radio brings uh, to their institutions. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways the folks can get involved with this. Well, if you have a question or a comment, give us a call at eight one two. 638-4261, 812-NET-HAM-1, or you can type to us on Spreaker or over on Twitter. It's at HamTalkLive, and uh, we'll be checking that again a couple of times here. In fact, uh, let me check that again right now. Um, and if you have a question, please uh, feel free to give us a call or a tweet, and we'll uh, try to address that. Well, what are the the future plans now that you've got the first one uh, under the belt and now the second one's going to take place in just less than 24 hours? What are the plans for the future? Where where do you see this heading? Well, I think um, it's kind of community driven in that sense. What what people would like to see is what we're kind of going by. We you know, we had a vision that maybe this could be a, you know, twice a year type thing based on interest. Um we think that this kind of early in the, the semester type timeline, at least in the fall, seems to be a good fit. People like that. So we're going to continue that, you know, hopefully every year from now on, maybe add to it um, if interest warrants that. Um, but, you know, this is really a starting point, we think, uh, for this event and maybe others like it. Maybe in the future we do a, another shorter type sprint event that's even shorter um, or that sort of thing. So, you know, we're just trying to build off of it as there's interest. We're kind of continue on with it and see where people want to take it okay so remind everybody of the uh dates and times here and where they can find the rules and the exchange and all that kind of thing for this weekend so all the rules you can get to at collegiatecusoparty.com um, that will redirect you to actually the University of Florida, uh, my alma mater's uh, site there, GatorRadio.org slash Collegiate. That also works. Um, and there's been a bit of a team effort going on here. FAU um, has built and is hosting an N1MM template. Um, so you can go there and get the template for that. Um, so that will you know make your logging life a little easier. Um, and that uh, can either be linked to directly um, from the uh, – you know, gatorradio.org slash collegiatecusoparty.com page, um, or you can actually get to it by going to s.fau.edu slash cqp. And they have a zip file of everything you need there. Um, 
So that's really cool that FAU is helping out on that. Shout out to them. Um, and then when you actually want to compete, it starts this Saturday um, at zero UTC. So that's actually Friday night um, for those of us on the East Coast and West Coast. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's runs all the way until Sunday at 2359. So basically all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Um, you have the event going. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it was last year. Uh, so I think, uh, it'll be a great time on the air. Um, and the best part is, is if you have folks that, you know, aren't aware of the contest or what you're doing, it's a great time to also explain to them that you're a college station, um, what that means. And by the way, I just have to put this in here. You know, our quarterback went out last week, like for the, for the season, so that, did ours. That was, our, that was our that was our backup quarterback. So so was ours. Those nineteen and, points and, and, in the and fourth we were, quarter, and we, were, and we were we were winning most of the game. Yeah, but our backup quarterback got nineteen points in the fourth quarter. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, the Gator Wildcat <laughs> controversy continues here on Ham Talk Live, and. Uh, it was about this time last year. It was a little yeah. later, but, you know, similar. Yeah, it, was. it was just it was. before the Gators played them. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Look at that. Yeah. Well, there's Wildcats a rivalry, and and the the National Collegiate Championships, we'll, we'll talk about them for a minute. There's some rivalries going on in it, and, and this live scoreboard thing. Yeah, live scoring was something we wanted to actually bring to this uh, event, but unfortunately, uh, work's been a bit busy for me, so uh, um, we opened up Star Wars Galaxy's Edge this summer, which was a bunch of fun, so uh, you know that, that sort of consumed a lot of my time that I was hoping to make um, the, uh, the actual live scoring, but that's still on the goals for this QSO party, but that adds a certainly a competitive dynamic to the event. Um, and it's really fun to watch on the collegiate championship and definitely something we want to bring to the QSO party. Yeah, also I, I like just watching it, just, just sitting here and watching the scores. Go ahead, Tony. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, we've talked about it. And also live streaming, that kind of reminded me of. We've encouraged that before, and, you know, clubs have live streamed from their shack during that, you know, the, the collegiate championship and I think the QSO party. So that's kind of a neat angle to it. People can log in, check it out, and uh, yeah, n- nice competitive atmosphere. And and this is a this is a good recruiting tool. It's the beginning of the school year. It's a great time to get the word out that hey, we have a ham radio club here at the college. Uh, we've we've you know live streamed it so you can see it if you can't be here. Uh, you know, it, it's a great recruiting tool so that people know that you're out there and that people may want to get involved. Not to mention those people that get on the air for the first time, they might be a little intimidated, but if they can see people do it, you know, and prepare in their, you know, dorm room before they come over or they have video of their first contact, that's a really cool memento um, that not a lot of hams get. So, you know, there's definitely that aspect to, you know, the live streaming and the social media side to this as well. All right. Well, that's. This weekend, Saturday, September 21st, 0-hundred UTC, that's that's Friday night um, here in the U.S., and then Sunday, uh, September 22nd at 2359 is the end, and make sure you check out CollegiateQSOParty.com. 
com for more information. Well, let, let's let's go around the horn here for final comments. Tony? Oh, so let's say thanks to everybody who's uh, supported these efforts last year and, and this year. It's it's a neat experience. I know, you know, I always talk about how uh, impactful um, the amateur radio club was for me in college. So it was a really neat experience. I had a lot of fun. I got to do a lot of cool things. Um, so, you know, encourage people out there, participate. Um, you know, if if see if your school has an active club. And if they do, try to get involved uh, with them beyond this. You know, the college clubs can always use help. Um, be that financial or just you showing up to their shack and helping with a new antenna project or something like that. So again, you know, we really want to encourage people to, to look at uh, collegiate amateur radio and get involved. All right, Andy. I mean, I think Tony summed it up pretty well. Um, You know, it's really a unique opportunity to get involved um, and really shape some of the next generation of hams. Um, you know, going through college and sort of seeing the overlap between amateur radio and so many other hobbies, um, you might be like, oh, well, contesting isn't my thing. But if you get active and you show up or you talk to them for this event, maybe contesting isn't your thing. Um, you might find out that that club, you know, also has a big interest in satellites or has a big interest in, you know, software defined radios um, and is playing with things in different regards. So it, it can be a gateway to other opportunities. So I really consider folks that, you know, maybe aren't big contesters even um, to just try getting on the air. If you see that your school's going to be on the air or if you know someone from your school, bug them to get on the air. Of course, if your school doesn't have an active club, you can go activate your school. Um, that's in the rules as well. Um, if you're a student who's at a school that doesn't have a club, you can totally participate as well. Um, like I said, this is really about building that network um, and that outreach. So I really, really recommend that folks uh, get out there and do that. Um, I also say if you have any you know, comments, suggestions, stuff like that, um, we're going to do another round of uh, feedback survey after this one. I think that that's a good way to get everyone sort of pulse on things. So if you submit a log, we'll definitely make sure we get another survey. Um, but you can also you know, get in touch with Tony and I through social media. Um, you can tweet at us. Uh, our Twitter handles are our call sign, so KK4LWR for me and KD8RTT for Tony. Um, so if you have ideas that way, you can get in touch with us. Um, you know, and we're really trying to make this the best event we can. Um, the ARL is graciously providing plaques for this event. Um, so we have some really, really cool plaques. They'll be going out. Um, I just started to see some of the artwork concepts come through. Um, so we're really looking forward to that as well um, in terms of, you know, continuing to support this, uh, this movement. So like I said, I, I'm excited going into year two. We learned a lot from last year. Um, mainly I learned I should use Google forms for submitting documents now instead of me doing it through email. <laughs> um, but, and there is a Google form already up on that website. So if you go to collegiate it has all the submittal. You can look through the Google form and fill that out. Um, and all that. So we've tried to make this as smooth and painless as a process as possible. Um, and we're looking forward to more logs this year, um, and seeing what this is going to shape up. So I'm excited. All right. Very good. Well, thanks guys for coming on the show and talking about this and, uh, wish you, uh, much success this weekend with the, uh, QSO party and, and then there's the special event on too. So, you know, all, all the more reason to get on this weekend. So, uh, congratulations on getting through year one and, and best of luck this weekend on year two. Thank you. And yeah, and you know, we're going to be hosting forums again at both Dayton and uh, Dayton Hamvention and Orlando Hamcasian. So, you know, if you're 
an alumni, if you're just a big supporter, if you're a college student and you want to come out, um, you know, to those events and share your thoughts, you know, with us in person as well, Tony and I'll be there to make sure that, uh, is available too. And go Wildcats. And Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> 19 points, fourth quarter. That's all I'm saying. That's our backup quarterback. I know. I know. All right. Well, that's going to finish things up for tonight. So thanks, guys, for coming on the show. That is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Andy Maluzzi, KK4LWR, and Tony Maluzzi, KD8RTT, and everybody out in cyberspace for listening in. And I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, we had originally scheduled uh, Joe Karsha, NJ1Q, and Michelle Patno, W3MVP, from the So Now What podcast for tonight, and, and we had to make a last-second change. So they will be here next week to talk about the uh, So Now What podcast. So uh, for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. Uh, that helps others find us faster. And we'll say 7-3 for now. So this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, once again saying 7-3, May the good DX be yours. Don't, 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 don't,